Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. The Broncos Blitz Podcast with Ronnie K. Presented by Tap 14. Analysis and commentary to help you get your Broncos fixed during the offseason. Subscribe on iTunes or Google Play. Or listen on demand anytime in the Mile High Sports mobile app. Welcome to the Broncos Blitz Podcast. My name is Ronnie Corey. You can follow me on Twitter at Ronnie K Radio. That's at R-O-N-N-I-E, the letter K Radio on Twitter. As I am always tweeting, posting about the Denver Broncos, our well, our daily Broncos Blitz podcast, and of course presented by Tap 14, 1920 Blake Street, just a hop, skip, and jump away from Coors Field, 70 Colorado beers on tap, 100 Colorado distilled spirits. You can go there for brunch Saturdays or Sundays to go check out the football action. And of course, you'll be sure to check out the Denver Broncos as they do come off a loss. The New York Jets, of course, 34-16, a brutal game where they were really just embarrassed. Uh, let's let's call it like it is. I'll give you a little bit of my reaction from the game. We'll talk about some of the individual things on offense, defense, special teams, and some comments you will hear from Coach as well, too, here, right here on the Broncos Blitz podcast. And, and let's start there uh, because the, the, the game, as far as uh, I'm concerned, really it, it, it looked like Denver was lost right from the preparation. It looked like they were mentally broken almost, and maybe that's spanning a little bit from the Kansas City game and and what happened there where they put their, their, their heart and soul into that game, as Chris Harris Jr. called it a championship game. And then for them to just lose that game the way they did was just so mentally broken. And then you have to ask, uh, you know, the questions is, well, this is two in a row. If you lose to the Jets, that's a bad team. That's three in a row. And then all of a sudden, this is a team that's looking like they're swirling the toilet now. Um, and and so, again, obviously, the the constant criticism is directed back at the top with Vance Joseph. And you wonder how much more of this are we going to deal with? And it still looks like Vance Joseph is, as John Elway put, drinking through a fire hose. And it seems to be apparent that he's losing his team with each every passing week. There were comments made by Derek Wolf that were very um, eye-opening. They were very eye-opening towards the end of the game. And I, I obviously can't share the entire quote uh, because, well, he cusses a lot in it. Uh, but this was told to Nikki Javala of The Athletic. He said, something much deeper is happening here that I can't even really understand. I'm tired of talking about the same stuff. I'm going to uh, PG rate that one, but you can imagine what he said there. The same stuff for two years. Uh, as as this is the, the same old, same old. It looked very much like... 2017 out there as a Denver defense was being run over and offense was incapable and it looked like the head coach was just a deer in the headlights. I do want to talk I do want to hear from Vance Joseph here who talked about uh, Derek Wolf's comments in the Monday press conference this is what Vance Joseph had to say I do understand that um, and that was that was Derek Wolf. I mean he's, he's frustrated and Derek played really hard yesterday. He made a lot of plays for us so I think um, his frustration is he wants to win, and and he's putting in the work to win each week. And 
that's where it starts in this league, right? Every 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 player has to put their work in and play their best each week to help us win. And uh, yesterday we didn't have that. We had a bunch of guys play good football, and we had some didn't play you know, as well as they've played in the last month. So, and uh, in this league, it takes four to five plays, and the game's really shot. And yesterday we gave up three plays on defense that really affected the game early, and kind of put it out of reach early on us. And um, but again. Uh, all three phases off offensively, you know, we got to the high red zone, didn't score points. We had too many third and longs. Um, we sputtered way too much, you know, as far as in the, in, in the scoring zone. So we have to go fix it in all three phases. So Vance obviously taken a lot of criticism for some decision makings. One of those decisions that he made that kind of scratched everybody's head uh, was passing on kicking a field goal uh, later in the game where they were down 17, which of course is three scores. That's a three possession game. So basic math will tell you you take the points when you have the opportunity. Uh, you know, it's a it's a 14 point game with nine minutes left, and you know who who knows. Um, but instead, Vance opted to continue to come at the, the you know go after seven points they end up not getting that possession or any points at all in that possession and then of course uh, it just snowballed and dom- dominoed downhill from there uh so this is vance joseph's comments on kicking the field goal when down 17 well simply because we were inside of the six yard line and it was it was simply fourth and three we're down we're down by three scores so it was no guarantee you're going to get back and until inside of the six yard line, the field goal we can hit the field goal from from from, from 35, 40 yards out, but for a touchdown. I mean, we, we're right there. So four and three is time to go. So that was my that was my call, obviously, but that was the right call. So lastly, Vance also talked at the podium about making changes because uh, obviously, when you have a performance like this and you've lost three in a row, a lot is going bad. Changes are going to happen, and this is Vance Joseph's comments on potentially making changes. But we're not going to play how we played yesterday. We're not going to do that. So, so something's got to change. I mean, you don't play that kind of brand of football and keep it all the same. So I won't, I won't share what, what we're going to change, but it's going to be changes. All right, so we've heard from Vance. Um, there isn't a ton there that's really revealing, but all in all, um, I, I think when it comes to the changes discussion, something does need to happen. And, and I think, and I've said this on air before, I think it needs to happen on the defensive side of things, more particularly because Vance Joseph is a defensive-minded head coach. So if there is ever a time where a head coach was to step in a role and have a a good, uh, per se, department, it should be a specialty, right? And it's funny that Vance Joseph's is defense because the defense is looking like one of the worst ones. And that's where I think you look at Joe Woods and you say, is this guy really getting to his players? And, and are they playing at their full potential? And I just don't think they are because they, they are so talented on that defensive side. And and this may run deeper, as Derek Wolf said uh, to Nikki Javala of The Athletic. Uh, this may go to the coaching staff and coaching problems and maybe players are not responding to that. Maybe he's referencing the front office. I mean, there are numerous amount of things that he really could be targeting. But I think when you look at it, you really have to peg some of these big, big problems and start to look at making changes because if Denver doesn't, let's remember, this is a Denver team that started hot and then all of a sudden, eight games later, they lost eight in a row and they were one of the seller teams in, in the NFL, one of the laughingstocks. Well, 
here we go, 2-0 start, and then all of a sudden three ro- three losses in a row. By the way, L.A. comes to town next week. We don't expect that to be a win. And then you're looking at a short week against Arizona. So this is a very tough situation. And timing may be a big thing when it comes to Vance Joseph. But I think when you're, when you're a team that is reeling on defense and you really need to start to look at making changes, uh, y- 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 I mean, you could really look at both sides and say, there are potential changes that need to be made more so on both sides. Um, but I think more decisions need to be made on the defensive side, particularly because of the fact that, A, they were just so bad. I mean, there were historic numbers put up by uh, Crowell in that Jets offense that absolutely just obliterated the Denver defense on the ground through the air. Isaiah Crowell running for 219 yards. And of course he had that long one, but even if he doesn't have the long one, he's got a, a buck 40 something and an average of nearly what? 15 yards. I mean, you're, you're talking about just an outrageous, an outrageous problem that needs remedying immediately. And, and I just look at Joe Woods and I just don't know if he's the guy that's going to be able to do it as the Jets, well, they had 512 total offensive yardage, um, just a, a gashing display of offense by New York that I just, it's, 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 it's time. It's time to make a change. It's time to move on. And it's something that Denver needs to do. Uh, I, I look at it and I say immediately, uh, the offensive side, you look at the, the difference in the run to pass that just continually boggles my mind. I don't understand the fact that you throw the ball 51 times and you run it 17 times, and Royce Freeman, who is averaging six-plus yards per carry in that game against New York, and look, I know that you know he, he didn't get many opportunities, so that may skew that average a little bit, but this is a guy who has had success in the past, has shown success in the past, and yet you fail to constantly give him the ball. And these are guys who are not getting big spurts as far as running-wise in 70, 80-yard chunks. Uh, these are guys who, who set their career long, at least in Royce Freeman, in 24 yards. It's like, it's, it's, it's very difficult to grasp as far as this team being so good on paper in so many positions. And I think that's where you go back to the head coaching position and you just say this is a team that offensively, defensively is being plagued by something, and that is coaching, and and this is a better team than what they're putting out on the field right now. And I think those comments from Chris Harris Jr. post-Baltimore game, those comments now from Derek Wolf post-New York Jets game, I just it really needs to be considered the idea of a potential change at the coordinator position when it comes to the Denver Broncos. So uh, there's a lot to discuss. There's a lot to unpack. I mean, you could uh, talk about why the Broncos lost, whether they didn't run the ball well. Of course, they turned it over a couple times. The defense was just not very good. I, I really don't want to dive into it because, well, there's just it's everything. And that's why I think it goes back to that head coaching staff is it goes back to the problems there. And there's really there's there's no more excuses at this point for a guy like a Vance Joseph or a Joe Woods, because you've gotten multiple times, you know, and, and, and I'm one for for giving second chances to guys. Look, I thought Vance Joseph should have been out last year, uh, but he was given another chance. I want to give him the opportunity to improve. And it's pretty clear that he hasn't and changes really need to be made. So. Uh, a lot of stuff to unpack. Be sure to check me out on Twitter at Ronnie K Radio. That's at Ronnie K Radio. As uh, I'll be tweeting about the Broncos all year long. 
Um, be in the locker room, talk to some of these players, really intrigued to get in there, to talk to some of those guys, get their moods, that kind of stuff. And then, of course, I'll be at the game, obviously, this Sunday against the Los Angeles Rams. I want to leave you with one more clip from Vance Joseph when he spoke Monday morning. This is Vance Joseph on motivating his players as a head coach. Well, that never changes, you know, as a head coach in this league. So my job won't change this week. You know, I'm I'm always involved with the defense, and it's forced the team message. That's that's directly from me. So, my job won't change much this week. You know, I lied. I lied. I said that that was the last one. Now I'm going to give you one more. I'm going to give you one more. This is Vance Joseph on uh, what we just talked about on the podcast on on 20, uh, 2018. Kind of feel it like 2017. Does it feel like last year? This is Vance Joseph. And it can't happen this year. You know, we have to fix it now. And obviously last year we didn't fix it quick enough and it got out of control. But we have to fix it quicker this year. But again, it's a different football team than we were last year, in my opinion. So obviously a lot to fix, a lot to unpack. And be sure to check it out at uh, milehighsports.com as we'll have that coverage all year long. Great writers over there, Sean Drotar, Justin Michaels, uh, TJ McBride, Zach Seegers, myself. You can find, of course, the Daily Broncos Blitz podcast over there at milehighsports.com. That's where we're presented by Tap 14, 1920 Blake Street, just a hop, skip, and a jump away from Coors Field. Be sure to go check that out. 70 Colorado beers on tap, 100 Colorado distilled spirits. And, of course, well, on the web, tap14.com. Spell out the word 14 for me. Tap14.com is where uh, you can check out the menu. The burgers, the candied bacon. I always say it on the podcast. Go grab the candied bacon and then enjoy adult beverage over there at Tap 14. I have to uh, give a shout-out to our friends over there at Pro Football Focus. It's profootballfocus.com where, of course, they gave us some insights for the Broncos game against the Jets, too. Hey, how about this? Maybe a little bit of positives? Demarius Thomas posted a game grade of 82.2. That's his highest game grade since week 14 of the 27, uh, 2017 season. He caught all five of his catchable targets for 105 yards and a touchdown. Uh, so, hey, that's a, that's a positive. That's a positive, right? I'll give you one more positive. Derek Wolf, who, of course, you heard his comments a little bit earlier, uh, also had a strong day. He ended the game with an overall grade of 84.3. That was second to Gotsis on the defensive side of the football for the Broncos. So, uh, silver linings and just a really, really bad day. That's really are. And, of course, brought to you by Pro Football Focus, our friends over there. Be sure to check it out. Pod 20. It's Pod 20. For 20% off your subscription, Elite or Edge memberships, go check them out, guys. Pod 20. That's Pod 20 for 20% off your subscription. Be sure to go check it out. Of course, it's milehighsports.com. You can find me on Twitter at Ronnie K Radio. That's at R O N N I E, the letter K Radio on Twitter. And uh, always writing all my work over there at milehighsports.com. That's where you can also find the Broncos Splits podcast, a daily podcast at milehighsports.com. It's milehighsports.com.